0: Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Daniel Mackey, who's co-founder of Teamworks. How's it going, Daniel?
1: Hi, Ronan. How are you doing? Good, yourself? Not too well at all, no. Thanks for having me on.
0: No problem. Just us little bit the background of the company. How did it start?
1: So Peter and myself, we met in college. We both went to Cork Institute of Technology doing computer applications. And um, we met each other up there out of a a mutual kind of love of programming and game programming. And two of us, I suppose, were both looking for, for somebody with the same kind of background. And we met each other in the labs. So we started a consultancy company in 1999. And we're making kind of bespoke applications for the likes of, let's say, Lidl and Lily and Pfizer. And then as the consultancy grew, we um, were kind of disorganized ourselves, so we needed some, some application to manage our workload. Um, the way we were working was that we were just literally doing doing the work when people were screaming at us, and uh, the person that screamed the load us got the work done, so things had to change. So we looked around at a couple of the apps out there, um, apps like Basecamp, ActiveCollab, and we couldn't find an app that kind of, that suited us. Um, we decided, you know, seeing as we're con- consultancy and developers, we'd we'd build our build our own app. So that's how TeamworkPM.net started. Uh, that was the only domain name we could get at the time. And we launched that in two thousand seven. That was nine years ago. So um, yeah, that's that's how we got started with, with Teamwork Projects.
0: That's a pretty good uh, story.
1: Yeah, so uh, it was only last week when we are launching the new office. I was looking back at, at old photos I had and nine years ago there was Peter and myself who was 20 to 12 at night and uh, we didn't even have somebody to, to take the photo when we rolled it out. So that month I think we made $186 and we thought we were away in a hack. So we kept growing the business. Like Peter and myself, we'd work at night, we'd work at weekends. Any kind of free time that we had, we'd, we'd start working on the app. And then um, as the money started to come in, I think when we reached about 30000 a month, we said, right, this is bringing in more than consultancy. So we ditched the consultancy and went all in on teamwork. So we've grown the business now up to a million a month in recurring revenue. Um, next year, we hope to get to $16 million ARR. And the year after that, we we're hoping to get to 20 million. Our grand vision is to build a hundred million dollar a year business, wow. and we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to bootstrap it all the way. We're going to be self funded.
0: That's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, an an interesting road to say the least. I mean, we've made some big investments. We've, as I mentioned earlier, we started out with the app being called TeamworkPM.net. That was the only domain name we could get at the time but it never kind of sat well with us yeah. and our customers were confused it wasn't a great name we couldn't There was no cloud to it there was people couldn't remember it so we then looked at um, trying to get teamwork.com and we tried for five years there was a guy squatting on the domain name and we kept on kept emailing him and he kept kept coming back with ludicrous prices i mean i think at one stage it was two million he was looking for Eventually, Peter actually offered him, he said to him, look, just give us, give us a figure, how much, how much do you want? And he man came back with 675,000. And uh, at the time, that was all the money in our bank. That was it. And we said, you know what, we'll give it a punt. So we bought that for, it was half a million euro. But it was probably the best thing we did. The single biggest thing to change our, our growth was to buy Teamwork.com. We made the money back in about two months anyway. So it, it was all good. So
0: I guess you're saying for a startup, if you see the risk is there, take a punt because we are going to make money back.
1: Yeah, I mean, we bootstrapped ourselves from the very start. And um, we kind of knew where we were going and we could see how valuable that name would be. So it wasn't really like, yeah, a lot of people thought we were crazy doing it, but we could see all the feedback coming in from people. We could see that, They loved the product, but they were a bit iffy on the name TeamworkPM.net, like they didn't know where we were going to be around in the future. So getting something like Teamwork.com and having the press behind paying that amount of money for the name really, really helped. So that was the first big investment we made, and the second big investment then was the new office. So we've invested about maybe two million in a new office now, uh, down in Blackpool, taking three floors. And controversially. We find that every developer should have their own office and that's something that we built into this new office so uh, it's a controversial topic so um it works for us
0: because you've proven that it works for you guys maybe other guys could think we'll follow your lead and do the exact same thing as you've done and have each developer their own office
1: yeah i mean we gotta look at it like i mean we build software we're not plumbers we build software and the people that build our software are programmers and programmers, they generally want a place where they can close the door, not have interruptions, and do a good run of work. Sometimes you might get in the zone, it might take you four or five hours to get something done without interruption. Any interruption that you get, it takes 25 minutes roughly to get back into that zone, you know. Yeah. So us being developers, I mean, we are a developer-focused company. That doesn't mean that uh, marketing, sales, HR, testing, that... That they don't have the same challenges as a develop as a programmer but we've built the office in that we've put meeting rooms and communal areas around the place for non-developers to get quiet space as well you know yeah it's just specifically programmers get their own office
0: i guess it would be of quiet at the time is if, you, if you're trying to do something any structure will put your mind off right away and you won't you get back in the zone very, very easily
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, it's very hard, and I suppose we're lucky in that way, and that Peter and myself were developers, and we, we, we understand that, you know. Uh,
0: tell us a bit about your new uh, job announcement last month.
1: Yeah, so we're, as I said, we've opened, well, we've moved into a new campus. Um, we have 73 people working with us now, 16 of those are remote. We have um, 15 more jobs to fill. Uh, primarily developers, but we're looking for sales staff. We're looking for support staff. We're looking for HR. So that's our biggest challenge. Our biggest challenge is finding good people. And when I say good people, I mean technically, and I mean people that fit into our culture as well. So, starting January, we're going to we're, we're going all out on trying to get the best developers, and we've built the office around um, around that mission. So we've launched a new website as well called um, Escaped Cork. What we're trying to do is we're trying to promote Cork as a place where people can come and work and not have the hassles of a big city with high rents, long commute times. So Cork is a nice, it's a nice relaxed place. And um, we've got Apple up the road there from us. There's 6,000 employed up there. There's Blizzard down the road from us in Blackpool. We want, we want to promote Cork as a great place to run a technology company.
0: Well, I guess what they're trying to make uh, Cork a tech hub in Ireland as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dublin has Silicon Docks. Um, I, I can't see any reason why Cork can't have a similar hub, a technology hub down here, you know. Yep. I mean, we've yep. some very talented people in this area. Um, I mean, CIT and UCC, they're, we've got some great employees from there. Um, we run a good internship our internship program here and we've we've picked up some stars you know
0: yeah I guess for you guys the best thing is you said before you're living in a in a little city that's got uh, little commute distances it's easy to get to and uh, people there are skilled
1: yeah very much so and I mean Peter and myself we're both born in Cork we're proud of Cork and and we think we can grow this company to 100 million a year from Cork so which brings up like we have our old office as well down North Point House. It's about maybe a 10-minute drive from our new campus. What we're doing there, we're going to hold on to that office because once we fill this campus, we're going to need space for, for new future employees. But in the meantime, we would have about a year where that office will be vacant. So i Peter and myself, when we were young fellas trying to start this business, all we needed was a room and Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then after that, it was trying to develop the product. What we want to do is help guys that would be in our position back then, and like we'll pay the rent, we'll pay the Wi-Fi, we'll pay for the coffee and the snacks and the drinks, we don't want anything back from it, if we can give any kind of guidance we will, and we just want to give them the space to work and see if they can build the next teamwork from Cork
0: That's good, and when's that going to launch next year?
1: Yeah, we're starting in January, we're taking applications now um, as I said it's we don't want anything from it, we just want we want people to to give them a chance. Any money that they have, I'd rather they spend it on a laptop or on hosting, just to get the app off the ground. It's never been easier to build a SaaS company, and people should be given the opportunity to do it. You know.
0: Well, I guess the cost came back down like ten years ago. What do you think is to buy with expensive? Now the cloud storage is cheaper, so is laptops and everything else. It's more affordable. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, when Peter and myself started, like we.
1: Our biggest cost was a the server. There was no such thing really as AWS or any of the cloud services. We we ran it on a bare metal server, one shared server that we had while we were doing consultancy as well. We shoved it on there. When it got too busy for that, we moved it to another data center over in um, Tech in the States. When we outgrew that, I mean, the headaches of managing that was just unbelievable. We had to worry about all the database maintenance and upgrades and backups and everything like that and then we switched to AWS biggest thing we did moved to AWS less management less hassle and uh, cheaper costs yeah and
0: I guess with AWS you can more or less have a per instance as well which is saving a lot of money
1: yeah definitely I mean uh, we'd highly recommend AWS so
0: that's pretty good so just new hub opening like next that, January that's a good thing you're giving people a chance that you that you, you never got to, to better themselves Pretty
1: good. Yeah, it's like if we had that back then, we might have, we might have been here sooner. And um, it was a lot of pressure when we were younger to try and pay for the rent, pay for internet, all that kind of stuff. We had to keep doing the consultancy for longer. And if we had maybe an opportunity like that, we could have, we could have uh, dived into Teamwork.com sooner, you know, and brought it up to. A million
0: a month yeah. sooner. Because I guess with that point, you're then in Which bill do I pay? Pay this month or this week? Whereas if, if you're going to start now, where you've got your, your your office paid for and your broadband, that's less to worry about. Oh,
1: massive so yeah, definitely. I mean, we're developers thrown into a business, and we had to learn all the the extra businessy things that you know that 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 were required, you know.
0: Yeah, but I guess you, you, you've been so long doing this now, it's basically part of your blood now probably, so that helps.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And I guess right now you can also tell new startup you can give them advice This on what we did wrong and what, what we reckon you shouldn't do or what you should do.
1: Yeah, and that's important because we have to learn along the way. No, there are great resources. I mean, a lot of the startups, will will say startup out there, they have podcasts and they have blog posts and they kind of... They're more transparent, and they give some kind of idea of what they tried and what they, what what the, what they've learned along the way. I mean, we've built up a lot of that knowledge over the last nine years, and even before that, when we we're doing consultancy, you're basically building apps for other people. So there was a lot that we learned there as well that we can pass on to people, and as well, I mean, you know yourself, a lot of businesses fail, and if if some guys take a punt and they find out, look this wasn't the right app to go with, or, you know, we've given it a, a try for a year and it didn't work out, then there's a great pool of talent for us to draw from as well, you know.
0: And I guess also you can give an example of, of how you guys diversified and changed, pivoted from uh, your, your earlier product consultant to what you're doing now. You realise what where your future was going, to, was going to be.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could we could advise people, like, for instance, when we launched... I think we launched with PayPal only. That was the only option available to us. Over time, we added WorldNet, which was a credit card clearing house. And after that, we moved to Stripe. We also did offline invoicing. For all these things that we did, there were added consequences of doing that. I mean, we, need, we needed then to take on the accounts department to handle the offline billing. We had to build tools to manage all that. There's a lot that we could tell people in that position, you know. Uh, think about this one if you're doing that you know
0: yeah because i guess when you're starting off you're not sure how things are going to work out team is in the company you're both taking on major hats as well we're a lot of different roles at the same time
1: oh definitely i mean peter and myself we've we've dabbled in absolutely every single area of a company that you can imagine we built the app we supported the app we maintained the service that the app ran on we did the accounts we did uh we did absolutely everything, HR, hiring, firing, it, you name it. Now, luckily, we've got a great team behind us with 73 people in multiple departments. A lot of our time now goes into planning and, and managing people as opposed to actually developing the, the app or worrying about finances or hiring, you know.
0: Well, I guess it's good that you got guys that can basically take over a lot of major workload and leave you guys to actually decide where you're going to go next and improve your strategy.
1: Yeah, I mean, for ages we had our head down, just developing the app, and we didn't really pop our heads up and worry about maybe marketing or looking at where we can bring teamwork in the future, or even new product ideas. We've some, we've some, we've ideas every single day. Um, all the tools that we build, we build because we need them ourselves, and we use teamwork every day. We yeah. use Teamwork Desk for our support tickets. We use Teamwork Chat to chat between all our remote employees and our employees here. We use teamwork projects to manage absolutely every part of the business. There are other SaaS apps that we use. We use Pipedrive, CRM for sales. I mean, that's an area that we would like to investigate a bit more, I think. With our experience and looking at what we need from, for our own company, we definitely have some ideas that we can bring to that table, even though it's it's quite a, a saturated market, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess you aim is trying to be like Slack or Intercom. But every company needs to use your product as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. I mean, our product, our core product, teamwork projects, would be aimed mainly at, say, uh, consultancies and agencies. And what we found was it was kind of a little viral in that somebody would pick it up and use projects and they'd draw their clients into it. And then the clients would just start using go, geez, this would be great for our company. And then they'd create an account. So it kind of worked well for us that way, you know.
0: That's good to hear. And, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing you well in the future. Thanks very much for the call. You're welcome, Ronan. Thanks for having me on.
1: And no hopefully we'll, uh, we'll chat again in the future yeah. when we have some more news.
0: All right, take care. Thanks very much. Cheers.
1: Cheers, Ronan. Bye-bye. bye bye